Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. Well, 2016 is here. It's a new year of Growing in Grace. I'm Joel, along with Mike. Welcome, and uh, thank you for tuning in and for sharing the podcast with a friend. Uh, That's how word gets out, generally speaking, about this podcast. We've talked about our zero budget for the podcast. Uh, Somebody asked me uh, recently how they could support what we do, and uh, I basically said, you know, you could pray for us. Another thing people can do, of course, is to uh, simply tell other people that we're we're doing what we're doing. You know, we're not out trying to make some big, global, uh, huge ministry. We're just sharing the gospel. And uh, you could do your part, I guess, if you want to put it that way, <laughs> by telling a friend. How's things going with you, Mr. Kapler? Going good, Joel. I, um, I agree with you 100%. I mean, s- support us in other ways, but this thing just sort of evolved you know, we just, we just started talking and, and putting it uh, online, and, you know, we have thousands of downloads per month. I, I think it keeps growing, and, and uh, some probably come and go. That's just the way things work. Mm-hmm, <laughs> we mm-hmm. did radio for many years, and sometimes you have listeners, sometimes they change the station, you know. But our goal is to see, I think one thing we would like to see is, is you know, uh, hundreds of thousands listening to this, if, if it means helping them get a, a better handle on, on God's unconditional love for them and a better understanding of the gospel to experience the blessings that came through Christ in their own life, then, uh, you know, let it grow, let it grow. And um, we have nothing to gain from that other than the, the satisfaction and, and knowing. To, I mean, to me, that that's our gift, Joel. I mean, <laughs> to, to know that people are coming into a better understanding of the gospel. And uh, that's what Jesus told us to do. Go go tell people. It's not our job to try to convince people of the gospel. And for some, it's just going to sound too good to be true. It's going to sound like a fairy tale to others. Our job is just to, to share the good news. Yeah, I mean, uh, we're going to get accused of things, and we're going to, at the same time, uh, help a lot of people. So it, it really doesn't matter. We're just doing what we do. That's really the bottom line. And we thank you uh, the listener for being a part of it, for being out there, and uh, who knows how long, how much longer this will go on. But as long as we're here, uh, we're thankful that it's what God uh, is blessing us with uh, to be able to share this good news, uh, this this wonderful inheritance that we have in Jesus Christ. We're going to talk about that today, uh, the inheritance that we have. It's it's a word that we don't necessarily use a whole lot in modern times, except for, you know, when somebody passes away, they leave an inheritance, they write a will. And so uh, we'll start looking at uh, some of the, the passages uh, of Scripture that talk about the inheritance that we have in the kingdom of God through Jesus Christ. It's a powerful word, uh, the word inheritance, and I, I think it, it is one of those words that sometimes we gloss over. We don't think much about it. In a short definition of, of an inheritance is really a, a gift. And as you mentioned, Joel, I mean, we often think of it when it comes to somebody who, who would leave something in their will, and then when they, when they died, somebody would, would receive what they wished to gift to them. And there's a, a lot of parallels here between that 
and what came through Jesus Christ. As we've talked before, Jesus Christ, the new covenant, he is the covenant, right? He is the, the will of God. And uh, when Jesus died, that allowed the new covenant to begin. That, that was the, the gift that would keep on giving, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's what a, a will is. You see, some people might hear the word inheritance and think this is something we earn. And you might gather this from some things that were stated in the, in the four books known as the Gospels. Remember when people would come up to Jesus sometimes and say, what must I do? What must I do to inherit eternal life. Well, to me, that's, that's like a, the, the entire question is, is based on some sort of an oxymoron because inheritance is gifted, you see. Uh, you, you, I know they were, they were approaching this from the works of the law, these people under the first covenant from Israel were asking Jesus from that perspective. But Jesus and anybody else, really, when, when you will something to somebody, you're gifting it to them. It's, it's of your own free will. In other words, I wouldn't go up to one of my relatives, Joel, and say, hey, uh, Aunt Clara, uh, what, what must I do to you know, get in your will and, and get a portion of, of your inheritance? And um, I just it wouldn't. Why? Because she would decide to do that based on her own desire on what and who to, to what she wanted to gift and to whom she wanted to gift it to it's it's her own free will uh, and and then when she she dies that that will goes into effect and and that inheritance is received uh, it wasn't something that was earned it it was gifted based on the the will of that person is that making sense am I, can you help me out here Joel mm-hmm. I don't know I can't help you I have no clue <laughs> what you're saying it's it's all it's a it's all you got in you got to work for it no i'm just smoke, kidding <laughs> smoke and mirrors right <laughs> so, yeah i mean there are of course some people out there who are who are going to make demands of their relatives they got to do this that or something else and then they'll include them in their will but i mean that's not generally speaking how a will works and that's not how god's will works uh it's not about these god hasn't made these demands for us that we we have to do this, this, and this. Like you were talking about the rich young ruler, he thought that he had to follow the law. You know, what, what must I do? Well, you know the law. Follow these laws. Well, I've done all that stuff. Well, still you're falling short. You need to sell all you have and give to the poor. And so with a verse like that taken out of context, we could get the idea that this inheritance that we have is something that we have to do. But, of course, Jesus was giving him the law rather than the way that we really inherit eternal life, because in Galatians 3.18, and and he did that for a reason. Uh, Jesus did that for a reason. He wanted the guy to realize that he couldn't earn this inheritance, because Galatians 3.18 says, For if the inheritance is of the law, it is no longer of promise. (laughs) But God granted it to Abraham by means of promise. And so that's how we receive this inheritance, is by grace, through faith, it's not anything that we can earn. We can absolutely not do anything to earn this inheritance of eternal life, this inheritance of God's kingdom. We are inheritors of this gift that God has given, nothing that we can do to earn it. Because if it becomes something that we have to do to earn, then it, then it really is no longer a gift. And it's either got to be a gift or it's got to be something that we can earn. I know I'm kind of repeating myself there, but just to make the point that if God wanted to do this thing, 
by something that we had to do, then then truly the law would have been there and we would have to be to this day following 613 laws in order to earn the kingdom of God. But Hebrews talks about how that was done away with and this new covenant came in uh, and so we get the inheritance by grace through faith, not through what we do. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a lot of good scriptures on this, but... Uh, just just to mention a couple, um, Ephesians 1.11, in him, in Christ, also we have obtained an inheritance. It's something we were born into, if, if you will, having been mm-hmm. predestined according to his purpose, who works all things after the counsel of his will. A few verses later, he has given us as a pledge or a promise our inheritance with a view of the redemption of God's own possession. Also in Ephesians 1, I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will, you will know what is the hope of his calling, what are the, the riches of his glory, uh, of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. And so, yeah, this, this is something that's, that's provided to us through, through, through a gift. It's something we receive because that the testator willed for us to 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 have this this gift of of life and righteousness and and it came through promise not through something we do to earn it yeah isn't that something else the promise god made a promise and he and so he doesn't say all right i'm i'm going to promise that i'm going to give you something and it's going to be by grace and then uh, later on well no i didn't really mean that uh you're going to have to earn it i love what I lo- and, and here's something that shows me that it's something that we can't earn. First Peter 1 Peter 1-4, he's, <laughs> my goodness, you know, Peter writes about how uh, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his abundant mercy has begotten us again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead to an inheritance incorruptible and undefiled, or... Uh, imperishable and undefiled, and will not fade away, reserved in heaven for you who are protected by the power of God through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. Now tell me how we can earn something, we mortal people who are perishable, who are corruptible, how we can earn something, an inheritance that's imperishable, incorruptible, undefiled, something that doesn't fade away. There's nothing, there's no way that we could create something like that. There's no way that we could earn something like that. There's no way that we could preserve something like that. It's all God's gift. It's through what he has uh, prepared for us from the foundation of the world even. Jesus talks about that, how we uh, uh, receive this inheritance that God has prepared from the foundation of the world. It's something that we could never do. It's only something that Jesus Christ, that God could do, and that Jesus Christ could, he himself was God's will. He did all of this for us, and we uh, we walk in what he has prepared for us. That's good stuff in First Peter chapter 1. I mean, think about that. And that, 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 that's why people who get so confused about the covenants and, and the gospel will ask questions like, well, do you think we can lose our salvation? <laughs> well, it's imperishable. It, it, it's undefiled. It's, it's incorruptible, this inheritance that we have through Christ. I mean, I, I don't know how else it could be better said. I mean, now, when the inheritance occurs, 
the the only way that somebody could try to unravel this is if a lawyer got in there and tried to take it to court and tried to get something reversed but if the if the inheritance is 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 legal and valid then that can't even be done by the way the lawyer represents the christian legalist in that situation <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah that's true but, but uh yeah so hebrews chapter 9 then we'll, we're we're wrapping up here we're out of time uh, for this reason i'm getting in the middle of something here hebrews 9:15 for this reason jesus is the mediator of a new covenant so that since a death has taken place, his death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were committed under the first covenant, those who have been called may receive the promise, the promise of the eternal inheritance. For where a covenant is, there must be of necessity the death of the one who made it. A covenant is only valid when men are dead. It's not enforced when one who made it lives. Jesus provided us with this inheritance. Uh, after his death with this new covenant and now we can we can walk and live and, and rest in this inheritance ah those are good words cap you know especially that word rest now, speaking of rest there are many people in the church today who aren't at rest when it comes to this thing called the lord's supper or communion we're going to talk about that next week you know there are actually people who who fear taking communion because something in the scripture that talks about examining yourselves and eating and drinking judgment upon yourself or in an unworthy manner. We'll discuss that. No need to have fear with the Lord's Supper. It's a remembrance of Jesus, not of our sins. More on that next week. Growing in Grace. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.